0: Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come out. Boom, 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 boom. Come
2: on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. Monday, back at it. Here we are. We announced a
3: concert on Friday. If you missed it, there's details at Mm 957cruisefm.ca. Okay? Maiden's coming to town. We're giving away beat the box office tickets all this week. So, I'll give you a heads up. We do like a pre-show post on social media. I usually get something up on Twitter, on Facebook, on, on Instagram. And I will tell you when you need to listen mm-hmm. to the pre-show post, and I will also tell you when to listen at the front end of the show, right here. Okay. Um, so just before 7 a.m. this morning, we'll play a Maiden tune, and we'll take caller number 95. Okay, and give away tickets for that. I don't, I don't think they go on sale until Friday or something. Friday, right? yeah, Friday morning. I believe. All right. And then hall party tickets at 8:10. So a busy week. Good weekend, boys? Yeah. It was, yeah. Birthday weekend for Grant? Yeah. yeah
1: it's
3: a good weekend. We need to discuss an addition to the family. <laughs> yeah. Grant, yeah. Yeah. We need a full break on that one. I'm very curious. Yeah. The locker room topic of the day. Okay, here's the topic, but before we get into it, I want to make a, a, a bit of a, a comment quickly. If you decided to legally change your name to represent the other gender, what would you go with? Okay. Okay. Now, first off, I don't care what you identify as. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you do in your bedroom. I don't care what your kink is. Everybody's got something. Yours is yours. Mine is mine. Everybody else, everybody should just be able to live their lives. That's my opinion. Yeah, Jimmy should do what he wants. Exactly. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Do I want to know what turns you on? No, because it has an impact on your relationship with that individual.
1: <laughs> That's
3: Got true. an example in this room. <laughs> in this room. <laughs> Never been able to look at him the same way since. There's
2: always been that elephant in the room.
3: <laughs> anyway, um, a friend of mine was telling me a story about someone that, uh, that he's known for, for years. And this individual decided that... They no longer felt comfortable in their own skin and wanted to um, make a change. Mm-hmm. And that change was rather significant. And um, this individual went from being Shane to Shelly. Okay. And, um, he was telling me the story. It doesn't matter why we were talking about it, but it was on that podcast that I do in the afternoons. Mm-hmm. It was on Friday. And it was it was a friend of Dean's. And I remember thinking to myself, and I didn't say anything at the time, but I remember thinking to myself, what a missed opportunity. Okay, listen, I don't have anything against the name Shane, and I don't have anything against the name Shelly. But here is an opportunity for you to change your name and do something unique, something
2: different. And you go with Shelly. Shelly! Yeah. Right? Right? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's, it's just kind of a going from a generic name to generic name yeah. sort of thing where you could have done something pretty, pretty crazy.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. So here's what we'll do. We'll start the topic this morning, and we'll go around the horn. I'll start. I like J names, okay? Okay. Um, and both my daughter's middle names start with J, and that's a trend that's been in our family. Like my middle name is J, Jay, J-A-Y. My sister's middle name is Joe um and then my oldest daughter is jade and then my youngest is justine so i really liked i loved the name jade mm-hmm. i probably would have taken that one if i hadn't given that to my daughter but i think it would be weird to call myself jade that would be weird yeah. yeah if
2: you if you changed everything and then you're like all right i'm jade and she's like that's my middle name it would make things difficult at christmas dinners <laughs> so i'll go with jasmine okay
3: okay jimmy
1: What are you going with? There's a reason behind it, but I want to go Jennifer. Okay. And the reason is, is because if I do continue stripping, I can go by J-Lo. C-J-L-O-W. Okay. All right. J-Lo. I don't know why you wouldn't go with Jamie.
2: Yeah, it's a name you already have. (laughs) (laughs) All right. They called Jimmy in high school. All right, Grant. What's yours? Uh, I just want to go Simone. (laughs) <laughs> Just random I like the way it sounds Simone Johnson <laughs> I Don't hate <need> that <laughs>
3: So if you decided to legally change your name um, What would it be If you were going the other gender Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. The locker room topic of the day Okay we're calling Christy if you decided to legally change your name To represent the other gender What would you go with Hello What's yours Jordan Using a you sex out? name? You like that name?
0: <laughs> no, I do, but also for dual purpose because if I ever got to that point where I did change, and then something happened in my life, and I changed back, it could still be—it's one of those yeah. new gender-neutral names. And I've always
1: liked the name Jordan.
3: Yeah, I like that name too. Actually, that was on our list of uh, names, middle names for boys. Hmm. we would have had a boy, it was one of mm-hmm. the contenders. It's a good name, strong name. Locker room topic of the day. Good morning, Cruz. Hey,
4: you still taking Collins for the uh transgender name?
3: Yeah, what's yours?
4: Mine would be Alufa.
3: Alufa, okay. This sounds like the start of a joke. Yeah. Well who doesn't
4: shower with Alufa?
3: <laughs> oh, okay. Alright. What's your name? I don't wanna give that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's fair. Have a good day. <laughs> You too, boy. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. So if you're going to change your name to represent the opposite sex, what do you go with? Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Scuba
2: Steve is going to change it to Shaka. Shaka Khan. Okay. Or Ruby. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Isn't
3: this one of their tunes? Shaka Khan.
2: Let me rock Shaka Khan. Let me it. be a good angle, Shaka? I don't mind Shaka. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like yeah. it. And uh, Chris would change his name to Brenda. <laughs> I don't know why that's farly. We tried to call Chris. He's working right Good. now. He couldn't pick up the phone, but I wanted an explanation on the Brenda. Well, if you're not a smoker either, you have to start smoking. Every Brenda I know is a smoker. Okay. Sure. Ah, yes. Yeah. And usually has some sort of some version of the mullet. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why. He grew up with a brenda <laughs> brenda <guess>.
3: crockett <laughs> heavy smoker and i believe she some form of she the mullet. rocked a mullet yeah that's absolutely true <laughs> three two the locker rooms midget at the movies
1: i shall call him
0: I not big, no. it's like minute at the movies but shorter jimmy what movie did you watch on the weekend
1: to Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie, you, I gather you like
0: hitting ladies. Uh, some ladies
1: need to get hit.
0: Uh-huh. Then, conversely, some men need to be hit back.
1: Oh. That's Patrick. Okay. Patrick Swayze. Yeah, it was the one slapping the crap out of the other guy. Okay. The reason why I picked that, that was actually a, a pretty intense part because he, uh, like, Vita, which was played by Patrick Swayze, um... Was intervened on behalf of one of his friends that he met when they were stranded in this little town, and he actually helped her get the strength to leave an abusive me- uh, husband. Okay. So okay. there there's a significance to that scene. Um, it was a really good movie. Uh, you're talking about female names. I thought I'd pull some of these out from the movie. Okay, uh, Wesley Snipes was Noxima Jackson. Uh, <laughs> Patrick Swayze was Vita Boehm. And John Leguizamo was Chichi Rodriguez.
3: See, those are fun names, yeah. right? That's what those I was talking good. about, going from <laughs> Shane to Shelley. What's that?
1: Right? And All right. I didn't know this, but Robin Williams had a very small part in this movie, too. Oh, get out of here. It was a quick, you know, he was in one scene. I think I watched this. Because I've never this, seen it. This this um, clip
3: that he actually pulled... Struck a r- memory? R- struck a memory for me, right? Anyway, so to Wong
1: Fu... Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar.
3: Okay, and um, we ended up there because we, we went from white Man can't jump. We're doing the six degrees of separation with the magic of the movies. Yeah. Uh, so we went from Woody Harrelson, white Man can't jump, into... Um, into this, which he is. Wesley Snipes was in that, and then he's in this.
1: And then
2: Wesley Snipes. And then we'll have to choose an actor from this. Which we'll do in the 9, or just before the 9 o'clock hour. Pick out another
1: movie for Jimmy to watch. Okay, surprisingly, I really liked this movie. There was a lot of really funny parts. I remember it being quite funny. And one One thing I found pretty interesting about it was some of the scenes of Patrick Swayze... And Wesley Snipes had to do in some of the lines they had. The fact that they did it with a straight face is amazing. Because it was just like some of them I couldn't. You didn't hmm. see anybody cracking? No. Okay.
3: All right. But, yeah. So every I once g- in a while you'll see that where you, where you see them kind of smirking. Yeah. it was. It's more on TV. Usually like, TV. Yeah. Jerry could hardly keep it together in <laughs> <but,
1: and> Seinfeld. <laughs> but I actually gave this a five.
3: Because it of was here. that funny? Five, it was really It was five really five that funny. Cobs of corn there from we go. Tabor for Mr. Judge at the a
2: movies. book by its cover, right? Jimmy thought he was going to hate this one. Yeah.
3: Yeah. There you go. Cuz of his Tabor roots. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 957 Cruise FM. Okay, this is a scam alert. we do these every once in a while. Uh, Most of them are for Jimmy, but this one actually doesn't apply to Jimmy because he doesn't have a
2: driveway. Yeah, he will hopefully not fall for this one, although I wouldn't put it past him. Stranger things have happened. (laughs) It's about um, with spring here, snow melting, things breaking and needing to be fixed. uh, It's fixing up your driveway, so I guess... um, there's been a lot of complaints in Alberta about companies um, getting hired to pave driveway, driveways and then overcharging by quite a bit. Or they say, if somebody comes to your door and goes, Hey, you know, uh, we're fixing a driveway down the road. Just down the road. We got a bunch of extra equipment or materials. Do you want us just to do yours, too? That's a scam. <laughs> I guess okay. <laughs> um, they said if they you know if they don't have any company details or business cards or anything, probably a scam. Um, don't give them money up front. So yeah. okay, and it's this has been happening in um,
3: Morinville, Beaver Lodge. S- yeah, uh, so it, it Fort Saskatchewan, it, I don't, is it more than one company? I, I can't get the. I can't get the sense from the article they kind if it's of made more it, than one or if it's...
2: They kind of made it sound like it was one. happening more than one, but then they went in on, like, they focused on one as well. They say um, there's somebody driving a... Uh, They're also saying it happens in other parts of the country, too. Yeah, a black Dodge Ram pickup truck, yeah. which they believe is rented, uh, is connected to it, and... Yeah, they're coming in, offered like huge discounts on it. They're getting money up front and then never coming back, and then never coming back to actually do the
3: do the job.
2: So they're saying, "Don't give payment until work is fully finished."
3: Yeah, that's that's a good. uh, I've I've been bit by that. Yeah, where I'm like, oh, that's a wicked deal. Work still needs to be done, Mm -hmm. and you know, you feel like you, you know, maybe you know the guy, and you like you scratch the check, and you're like. And then once,
2: once you're paid, there's a little never see them again. Yeah, because there's not really motivation <laughs> to come back.
3: Yeah, that's happened to me.
2: You're in the locker room on 95.7
3: Cruise FM. You're 94. I'm sorry, we need 95. No way! Good morning, Cruise. What's your name? Hi, this is Peter. Peter. Hi! Peter. Oh, Peter. Peter!
4: Oh, it's My your brother. brother. Oh, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy and Peter!
3: Yes, yes. Okay. Peter, would you like to go to Iron Maiden?
4: Absolutely!
3: Give me a good woo You're going Woo-hoo! You're in the locker room On 95.7 Cruise FM the Last couple of years Grant's life has changed significantly He's now married A couple of kids Kid on the way And he's gone from Living in his buddy's basement To uh, being a, a Full-blown
1: like Homesteader dad.
3: Yeah, (laughs) growing (laughs) corn. He's
1: he's got a lake lot with a trailer. (laughs) Yeah, it's
3: it's quite it's quite interesting. Um, you need to explain this. So we've been talking about this
2: for quite a while. Did you want chickens? Yes, but you're not allowed to have chickens. Not zoned for chickens in our neighborhood. (laughs) Um, But these are Anyone can have quail Um, They're game birds Okay Um, So yeah they're not zoned like that So you can have them The tiny little birds So we Originally last Last summer Mac was wanted them And I was like We're away all summer Like we're not gonna find some kid from the school to look after our quails while we're gone, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's not a thing I'm going to be always, Jimmy. I'm not going to be at the post office like trying Jimmy could be, yeah, yeah, <laughs> be a quail
3: sitter.
1: Yeah, Jimmy I'm not going to be a
2: quail sitter. They're awesome though. So we finally this summer we're like, "Okay, let's do it." Let's get some quails. Aren't they noisy? I thought no. these were a pain in the ass. I thought they would be too, and that was a big reason why I was against it at first, like last summer. Because all over the internet, it's always... Noise and noise. But actually, it's the males that are really noisy. We got okay. four hens, so we got four females. Because we didn't, we just wanted the eggs. So they, um, we got the, the giant quails. So um, one of their eggs is about half the size of a chicken egg and they lay 300 a year. So we got 4 of them. So uh, it's uh, yeah, we're going to be producing some eggs pretty soon. Do the eggs taste they're like uh people pay big money for them. Okay. They're very good. Um high protein egg. Um so yeah, actually like if you go to the farmers market or something, um people pay quite a quite a bit of money for them. We're not going to sell them obviously because we're just going to be producing enough eat for them. our own, but um yeah i was i'm pretty i'm stoked on them i was pretty iffy at first um but now we got them all set up and okay they're very chill you got them in the backyard we got them in like a big uh we had a big dog kennel okay um, so it's you need one <laughs> you need a square foot per bird okay so it's. we got we could add more birds if we wanted in that space are you gonna they're pretty inter- they're fun to watch like we have to put a sand pit in there and they bathe in the sand they roll around it and fluff their feathers in it. Okay, yeah. Or do you let them out? Like, do they get no? Because they can fly. Okay, they can fly like up to a hundred yards. So you can't let them out. Can Rome. you like put one in the house and let the kids chase it around? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially, Rodney's really funny with them because he loves them, but he wants to play with them. He just goes. He doesn't want to eat it. He wants to play with them. See, Kingston would want to would want to eat it. No, yeah. he goes and he sta- he stands at their cage because it's up on a platform, so it's right at kind of head level with them. Yeah, and he just stares at them with his tail wagging. Okay. And if they get close, he licks them. Okay, he like can get his tongue through the cage and he'll, he'll give them a little lick. Yep. And like the other night, we got them on Saturday, and he wouldn't come inside that night. He, he was, was just waiting. He was sleeping next to them, <laughs> keeping an eye on them. Yeah. This is bizarre. Okay, how long before Kingston you're raising bees? <laughs> I want bees. <laughs> I would
1: totally get bees. Bees you're are gonna awesome. Have, you're gonna need a bigger uh, uh, yard yards so that you can have for your whole wildlife foundation. Oh, yeah. This
3: is like my childhood again. Like,
1: I mean, <laughs> this <laughs> is Cat like Stevens is Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. They're gonna start growing. Gonna start growing rabbits. No, yeah. I don't like rabbits. What do you? Why don't you like rabbits? I don't know. I've never found like rabbit meat's really good actually. it is good but like, it, it is has a good. pet it a can't rabbit stew. i want some quail eggs yeah i'll get you some quail eggs when when they start producing they got to get settled in their new home before they start we we drove out two hours to get these things and this guy was like this farmer he's like we got everything if you need He's like let people know guinea pigs whatever you want okay he's selling <laughs> yeah okay all right. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be in town
3: long. <laughs> he's going <laughs> to be in an acreage. He's <laughs> going to be in an acreage, yeah. Raising ostrich uh, at llamas.
0: Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people.
2: Now, Grant Johnson. This is somewhat of a tragic story. Really, I think this should be considered an act of war, if you ask me. Belgian customs officials have destroyed more than 2,000 cans of Miller High Life beer. Just completely destroyed them. All this death and destruction because the French are angry that they call that the champagne of beer. You know, the whole French thing. Champagne can only come out of this one specific area of France. So French officials asked Belgian customs to destroy the cans of beer, and they actually did it. I can't believe they actually did it. 2,000 cans of perfectly fine beer. Listen, even if it's not your beer of choice, it's still beer, and all beer is beautiful. If the French are uh, trying to change their image to get people to like them, this probably isn't going to help you guys out. (laughs) There are sober children in Africa that would have been more than happy to drink that. To be honest, here in Edmonton, I mean, we have people like Phil here in Edmonton. He's currently drinking black ice right now. We could have changed Phil's year. Well, maybe the next couple of months. We could have changed the next couple of months for Phil by giving him 2,000 cans of Miller High Life. Upgrading his beer for him. Doing a good deed. Instead, they just destroyed it. All because of a slogan they didn't like. You know, it's been a bad month for beer, too. A lot of good beer that could have given thousands of people a buzz being destroyed for no reason. First, they're they're destroying Bud Light in Florida because it makes you feel a little, hey! You know. And now the French are destroying Miller High Life. Keep beer in your thoughts and prayers today. Absolutely. The Grant Report is brought to you by New Merchandise Monday. Our new shirt, I Drove James Home Once. Text us now for the link to shop. Or in the locker room. Nutty 5.7 Cruise FM.
0: Okay,
3: let's do a little beer math here. Okay. How many beers did they destroy? It was uh,
2: 2,500. Oh, 2,500. It, oh, yeah, it was over 2,000 cans. So, okay. It was roughly 25 Let's do 2,000. Just it's keep easy. it at 2,000. That's
3: yeah. easier math for me. I drink 100 beer a month. Divided by 100 equals 20 That's what you drink at home. Months. 20 months. That's 20 months of beer. That's... It's almost two years of beer they destroyed.
2: Although, if they backed that up into your garage and they dropped off 2,000 cans, it would not last you as long. Because you know when you have that big supply of beer, you just drink more? Because you're like, it's endless. I can just drink, drink forever. There's a point to that. <laughs> <laughs> that happens to me. It's like when you buy the 48 pack instead of the 15, you're going to drink more. <laughs>
3: Okay, so 12 months of beer.
2: <laughs> you're in the
0: locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White.
3: 95.7 Cruise FM. I think most people are aware of the demographics, but let's, let's break it down for people that might not know. So if you're, if you're a Gen Xer, you're me. So you're 1965 to 1980, you were born.
1: So I'm the same. You're a Gen... Yeah. Yeah. Is this a surprise to you? You knew you were Gen X, didn't you? Yeah, I was just confirming. Well, uh, he's never wanted to fully believe it. <laughs> I'm not as old as you, but it's just, I guess we are in the same ge- generation. Jimmy's that he guy also likes in- to make sure he points that out. Jimmy's the guy... You're older than me! <laughs> Jimmy's the guy at the bar every weekend. How my
2: fellow millennials doing? <laughs> no. I don't. Okay, and then millennials or what? Uh, 1980 to 1995. To 95. And yeah. then Gen uh, Gen Zs would be after that. So um, is there a
3: generation coming up that if they called the next one? What's after
2: Gen Z? Yeah, what is after? So my kids are Gen Z. Yeah, they're Gen Z. Uh, generation Alpha. Okay. So those are children born in or after 2010. Same year, the iPad.
3: You're going to start hearing a lot more about the Gen Zs, right? Because I think a lot of people are just sick of talking about millennials. Well, it's
2: going to... It's this cycle. It's the natural cycle. I mean, you're... The boomer generation talked down about your generation, and then they talked down... Like, it just keeps going, right? And so now there's all the stories. Although they're... To be fair... There has been more hatred for millennials. I would say there's a lot of hatred for your generation back in the 70s and everything, you're all hippies and cut your hair and get a job and uh, They portrayed it a remember, lot. I remember, I don't no. You probably just don't remember it. No, I I don't remember there being I mean Every generation hates the next generation. There is an element of that
3: <laughs> ground. I'm not denying yeah.
2: that, but there is a hatred for millennials that is that has
3: not been surpassed and now it's there's a hatred for
1: millennials that has passed through every generation, not just the gen Xers. yeah, I don't know anyways, it's passing on to the gen
2: Z now now all the studies and the stories are about gen z because now they're early 20s that's
3: yeah yeah so they're starting to get there's a story this
2: morning i thought you wanted it was oh, uh gen z is called the most challenging generation to work with was the big study out this morning (laughs) (laughs) well i'll question that (laughs) you haven't worked with any gen z's Uh, i have (laughs) Gen Z's also the dating thing. Yeah, um, so Gen Z is making first dates go to yoga and boot camp instead of the bar.
3: <laughs> I can see this is my
2: this is my kids. <laughs> this is totally Riley. So instead of you know going out for a drink, uh, yeah, they're going to the gym together. They're going to yoga together. Yeah, uh, they're doing things like that, which I think is a mistake because you don't really get to know someone like that. It's pretty easy to fake it. Like, whereas if you go to a bar and you get have a couple drinks and you get loose, like I feel like you get to know someone quicker and better.
3: Yeah, yeah, right. There all there should always be booze involved every day. That's a true test of a relationship,
2: rather than a spin class. Well, the funny thing is, when I saw
3: this, like I'm seeing this because I go to a yoga studio. Mm -hmm. I don't go every day. I I have a practice where I I. I can do it at home, but um, a couple of times a week I try to make it to this to the hot studio. Yeah. Ohm um, in town here and um, I started to see this and it, it actually it was actually something that I noticed going to this mm-hmm. studio that couples were showing up and it looked like it was a date. <laughs> <laughs> like oddly, yeah. right? Like you'll see like a married couple show up and that's different. That has a different feel. That's different feel. than
2: like a first, second date.
3: Yeah. This, yeah.
2: this was like, uh, and I thought it was weird because it, to me, I, I don't know. I would say most times, like if if some if a couple's going on a first date at a yoga, one of them is faking it. It's like going hiking, right? Like, Well, okay. When you were dating, because Max, a Gen Z. Yeah. Were you? No, she's millennial. She's just in the cut for millennial. Okay. Yeah. I thought the last time we had this conversation, you had her in Gen Z. No, I think she's, she's a millennial. Okay. Anyways, but... Any, yeah. Did you guys do a yoga date? No. Never? Never, no. Everything was closed when we started dating, though. Oh, that's... We might have. That's but. true. <laughs> you think she might have dragged your ass <laughs> she out, might, too? I was doing a lot of yoga at the time, though. So I probably would Well, would've. you were going to her class. No, I was, doing the, I was doing the DDP yoga at home and stuff. Oh, okay. The Diamond Dallas Page stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right, but... I think this is. I'm kind of with Grant. I think it's a mistake. <sighs> do both, maybe. Drink while you do yoga. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross,
0: Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Hey, can you just get out of here and
3: we'll talk what about this f- later? Gavin, we're down two points. Calm down, Greg. It's
2: soccer. It's soccer. <laughs>
3: That's my favorite clip about soccer <laughs> from Super Bad.
2: <laughs> Did you see that uh, that Wrexham won? Yeah, and they get promoted. They're getting promoted back into. Uh, well, now they're going from the National League into uh, the EFL League Two. So that's unbelievable. Yeah. Did you watch that documentary? I still have, haven't seen that. Welcome to Wrexham. Yeah, um, it's on Disney, right? Yes. I still have not Grant, seen it. Grant, it's really good. Like, yeah. you know how much I hate soccer. Yeah. Like I can't stand soccer. But I loved that because it's not it's well, about it's the Brian town. Reynolds and Rob McElhaney. And, and they're they're hilarious And but it And the whole town and the, the history of the club and
3: it's more it's more than just them though. Yeah. Right? Like they've inserted themselves into this story, but when they did that documentary, they told the story of this club,
2: right? And this town. And it's it's it's, it's cool. It's such a it's really cool. What a move to they bought it for two and a half million pounds, was it? Yeah. Um what it like such It a, was bankrupt, like they yeah, were, in they were trouble. trying to lose the team. Yeah. I think the team was owned by the fans, similar to the Elks. Yeah. Um uh, but they came in and made this agreement. Hey, we'll buy it. You guys we're gonna keep the team here though. Like they signed a twenty five year lease agreement. We're not gonna move this team. They did some work um, to the stadium. Did some work to the stadium. And since I mean the return on the investment is yeah, Sure, they're getting promoted, but now they're this popular team. They've got sponsorship deals with you know TikTok on their uniforms <laughs> and everything else. And well, and every time uh, Ryan Reynolds signs some deal, he puts their logo on the damn... Exactly. <laughs> puts their logo on the... And then, like, yeah. you've got all these A-list celebrities there. Paul Rudd was there the other day, and... Oh, yeah, wasn't So he? it's turned into, like, a hot spot for celebrities to go hang out and watch... I think soccer. Ryan Reynolds
3: I was reading that he uh he bought a place there. So now when he travels to watch the team, mm-hmm. he has a place like a condo to stay or something. <laughs> like they're serious about it, right?
2: That's the fun thing about it. Well, who doesn't want to own a sports franchise? Exactly. And both of them are like, we knew nothing about soccer when nothing. we did this. I, Absolutely think, I think I uh, think
3: McElhaney was a little mo- more. He knew a little more, but than Reynolds yeah. and Ryan Reynolds played soccer when he was like ten or yeah. something like that. But that's their connection. Could <laughs> be like us spy a soccer team. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, um, I look forward to. Do you know if they were rolling cameras? They had to them. Um, there has to be a second part to
2: that documentary. They're, they're coming out with a second part. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they already announced that season two is
3: coming out. Yeah. I, I will definitely watch that. So um, if you're unfamiliar with this story... So they, they buy this soccer team, and last year, mm-hmm. they followed the team around for the first year, and they lost in at the end, right? Yeah. This year, I mean, it's it's not like we're... It's not a spoiler alert. I'm seeing coverage of this on sports channels now. It's like, what would you compare it to hockey-wise?
2: Their league. It's like taking like an East Coast hockey league team... And reporting, yeah. And bringing them up to... I don't but know what level they'd be They're getting international now, headlines yeah. on this, right? Like, like I'm
3: seeing them, like, TSN will do, like, sports highlights of it. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, grainy, like, cell phone footage. Yeah. Right? Anyway, um, the the other
2: thing, too, is the merch. They must be making a killing I, on the I merch. I would totally buy, like, one of their jerseys or... Yeah. 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 their yeah. Kits. Kit. <laughs> That's annoying. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if he ends up putting together some kind of a deal for the Sens Ryan Reynolds that would be cool if he bought the Senators.
3: again I know it's 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 a lot more money it's kitschy and it's ah, but I still I still like the idea of it Mm -hmm. and I'm not even a big fan of Ottawa but I like the idea of it for Ottawa for some reason it, it
2: works for that team it's good for the NHL It makes the Senators relevant. Nobody outside Ottawa, even people in Ottawa, don't care about the Senators. Like when they made that cup final, nobody cared. That's not true. Nobody cared. (laughs) Nobody was rallying behind them. That's That's not true. (laughs)
0: You're in the locker room With Lachlan Cross Grant Johnson And James White 95.7 Cruise FM
3: Who we calling? King Hello Hey
2: How's it going?
4: Good, how you doing?
2: Doing good That's great You wanna go to the hall party?
4: All depends what date it is I didn't hear the date
2: May 26th I have to check my calendar Friday night I can probably pawn them
4: off If I'm not working eh?
2: Do we want to give them to him If he's pawning
4: them off? <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. it all depends if I'm working I gotta look at my schedule I don't know if I'm working
3: Well go look at your schedule It's a
4: Friday well, night You know what Right now I'm doing some of my best work I can't just get up and walk Are away you taking a shit? Yeah <laughs> 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 You all know right. what If you can well, share that information So can I
3: Okay, well, well, we'll let you deal with that, and then um, we'll we'll hopefully see you at the the cruise hall party. We got your info. We got your info, okay. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Give us a good woo, unless that'll woo! cause some tearing. Shake some things <laughs> up. All right. Take care, bud.
0: We're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise
3: FM. This is about a week or so old, and I... I didn't see anything about it until this weekend.
2: Did you hear anything about Jamie Foxx? I saw he was like in hospital, um, but nobody's really saying what happened. What's going on? It's a mystery. Um, so he's, they say he's recovering. It's been two weeks now. Yeah. He's recovering in hospital. Um, they're running tests on him to figure out what happened, but all they're saying is it was in a medical emergency. emergency and a medical complication. Heart thing or something? Maybe. He's fifty five. Fifty five. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what to like speculate. But he, they say he's in drunk, awake and drunk, alert.
3: Drug related? I don't. think. Well, I was
1: all the articles I see say the same thing. Still trying to figure out what exactly happened. I like, was thinking. I mean, he did that Mike Tyson
2: movie. Did he use some some help to get to that? physique, maybe, uh, that maybe there was a side effect of some steroids or something, Something who knows? It's a possibility. That was kind of my first thought, it was a heart thing. What's he working
3: on right now, because he
2: was in the middle of filming when they had to rush him to the hospital. It's called Back in Action, and it's him, and it's Cameron Diaz's return to acting. Okay. She hasn't acted in quite a few years. Uh, Glenn closes, is it's a Netflix movie, Okay, um, they call it an action comedy. Back in action. Action comedy, okay. Yeah, so that's what they were working on. Um, they had to shut that down, obviously. But. Obviously. So she, And it's not
3: his representatives that are posting anything. Um, it's his kid. His One daughter, of his, yeah. His youngest daughter, apparently, has been posting some stuff on Instagram or something. Just saying, you know, he's, he's recovering. He's still in the hospital. Yeah. Like, it's got to be pretty serious. Like, <laughs> if you're in the hospital for, for two, two, weeks, two weeks, that's a pretty serious. That's very serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and again, I, I couldn't find anything either um, about what it was.
2: Yeah, they just keep saying medical complication, and oh, we'll keep an eye on that.
3: The locker
0: rooms, midget at the movies.
1: I shall call him Minnie. I, am my
0: baby. No,
3: no, I am not big, no. It's like minute at the movies,
0: but shorter.
3: All right, so we're doing the six degrees of separation with midget at the movies, and this is worth bringing up. Um, every once in a while, we get a reminder as to why we started this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I started this back at the bear with Jimmy because every time we talked about like the biggest movies of all time, Pulp Fiction,
1: um, the Godfather. Godfather, like just like, like anything, Caddyshack, mm-hmm. like he drew True Romance was actually one of the first ones he made me watch. And what's what's that one? Anyway, I can't think of Mr. Blue, Mr. Pink, Mr. Black. <laughs> Reservoir Dogs. It it wasn't just about Quentin Tarantino. It was like every the biggest movie, movies yeah. of
3: all time, and you had no reference point. And I'm like, Good lord, man! Like, what happened? This is an example of that. We were talking about where to go from um, Wesley Snipes and to Fong Wu, or to Wong Fu, Fu. Um, and then we were like, Well, we should do Patrick Swayze, and and Grant and I were like, Well. You've seen, you must have seen all of Jimmy loves movies. Patrick Swayze. Like he, goes, he loves the roadhouse. Well, I haven't seen that. Outsiders, what's that about? And I'm yeah. like, what? His <laughs> biggest one. If you went, how many people in Canada? 40 million? Just We um, just cleared that, 40 roughly, million. Yeah. If you went and talked to forty, and I'm even talking about people who came here on a boat, that like paddled here, they've seen this damn movie.
2: Well... Because it's a part of our school curriculum.
3: Exactly. I How do, do you it miss it The Outsiders? Grades,
2: every grade seven class across oh, North America. Oh, is, is this the shunt year? He re- had to read you seven shunt a few year.
1: times. That might have been the shunt year when I was in special Because
2: every that, grade seven class had to read The Outsiders, and then at the end you watch the movie. Because I've never read the book either. What? <laughs>
3: This is the shunt year. That has that to be makes shunt. Sense.
2: Jimmy got a shunt put in his brain to drain off his head was swelling. Well, and mean, he kind of misses forgets a few years. They in. put him on like um they put him on epilepsy drugs, like severe they, they drugs.
1: Severe drugs for, for a while, Because they couldn't understand why you were having seizures also, all the time, right? But, like, I had the surgery that makes, done in, that makes in, sense. Now in it makes grade sense. seven and I had that's to relearn everything in that's, grade eight. That's, that's yeah. the outsiders year. So okay. you missed that. Okay.
3: They probably just thought well it's he doesn't want we don't want to make him do a book report. They were probably just focusing on like the basics, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that really makes more sense. Yeah. All right. But the fact that you haven't seen the outsider
2: outsiders? I mean it's it's the Brat Pack. Yeah, right? It's,
3: Everybody was in that.
2: It's uh, not only Patrick Swayze but Tom Cruise, Rob Lowe, Ralph Macchio, Tom Matt Cruise Dillon. Tom Cruise was in that. Emilio, Emilio, the mighty duck guy, Emilio. I know Estevez. who Emilio is. Emilio, Billy the Kid, Emilio,
3: Karate Kid was in it. <laughs> Everybody was in that. And the other thing that's interesting over the years, I've, I've heard interviews with, with a lot of these guys, right, like on podcasts and stuff, yeah. and um, they talked about the the process of getting into that movie. Francis Ford Coppola, what he was doing was, he was bringing like. He brought like a hundred people in to play these roles. And what he would do is he would... He would... He was holding auditions for months, I guess. And he was just having them hang out. And he wanted to get a sense of their dynamic mm-hmm. before he picked so there's a bunch of big names in hollywood that were part of the audition that didn't get this movie as well yeah that had
2: a hand in the movie
3: off the start well and um, the other thing too was i guess francis Ford coppola was doing some weird stuff with the guys like mm-hmm. they he was it was like boot camp they
2: made him go through boot camp yeah well <laughs> <and> <laughs> like
3: a, his version of it I heard one. I think it was Rob Lowe recently said. I think most of what he did was illegal.
2: <laughs> <laughs> These it, kids were working twelve-hour days, and he was. So I've only seen it once, and it was at school. Yeah, and I was disappointed with it because I had just read the book, and it was that classic like. The book, great book was so much better. I wasn't what it, I watched a movie. It wasn't what I had imagined in my head. Jimmy has not read the book, so you don't even know any of the story. You don't know. Stay gold. Pony Boy or anything, so I'm curious what you're going to think about the movie. Are you going to read the book eventually? No. (laughs) It's one of the only books I actually read in school. We're not
1: big readers on this show. There's, There's about five people that are with me that have never seen it.
3: There's five other people in Edmonton that, that have shunts in, all, grade, in grade seven. All
1: had shunts installed in grade seven. <laughs> okay. There you
2: go. We're going with the outsiders. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross,
0: Grant Johnson, and James White. Nutty Cruise FM. Some of
3: you might want to look into a new merch alert. Locker room merch page. Um, We put up a shirt which, um, ironically, will probably sell better than most of the stuff that we have up there. Well,
2: because it's real. It's true. Yes. I drove Jimmy home once. (laughs) I mean, probably 45% of our listeners have driven Jimmy home at some point. If I get in an
3: Uber one day and the Uber driver is wearing our locker room shirt, I drove home.
1: I don't know what I'm going to do. I have got into an Uber... With the guy that dragged me. I've told you that, right? Yes, yes. uh, What did he say? He's like, you're the guy from the radio. And I'm like, with the other guys that I accidentally dragged you. We were at the Black Dog and we called an Uber.
3: And Jimmy got it. We got in. in. And Jimmy takes twice as long as... To do everything. To do everything. Um, And so... We get in and we shut our doors, and uh, he he's, he starts grabbing gears.
1: Jimmy's hanging on to the door. His shoes are but, across, flying across. White, but Ave. you're kind of deleting. On, you're kind of deleting, the seat. You're deleting your part of this chaos. And he's
3: running. He's, he's running trying to run inside the Uber. car. A
2: shoe it flying. The shoes are all
1: over the place. You're, you're deleting your
2: part Before of the, of children the chaos
1: because you come in and you're loud and. Oh, what station do you have it on? You're changing all the presets. This is- <laughs> my fa- my favorite part of that is when when he did he
3: finally lost control, yeah. and he let go or he stopped running. And no because I let let lost a the shoe
1: cuz I lost a shoe and I couldn't run anymore. And
3: then he was being dragged cuz he was just hanging onto the door
2: with both hands. Here's here's why I'm okay with it too. Is people will be like, "Oh, poor Jimmy, don't laugh at that." It's because Jimmy intentionally goes out of his way to do things slower than everyone to make yes. people mad. No, I don't. He intentionally gets into that Uber slower than everyone else. Admit. To
1: prove a point, no, I uh, no. He walks behind you sometimes just to anger you. Yes, I always, <laughs> I always walk so much slower than Lachlan Just always to on purpose. Make him angry. Yeah. Yes, I do I, it. I. I'm with Grant on this. So I,
2: it's like okay. it's he, premeditated. Yeah, it is
1: premeditated. And so he it's got your his fault. The Uber day. driver
2: dragged you. He got a his block that <laughs>
3: This is Show Local Some Love with 95.7 Cruise FM. Today, we have Ryan from the Big Toy Shop on with us. Ryan,
4: what is your role with the Big Toy Shop? Uh, Service and parts manager here.
2: You have an impressive selection of used Harleys at the store, don't you?
1: Yeah, we have some pretty sweet bikes down here. But you don't just have Harleys, you have many other unique bikes. Yeah, we uh we service and we uh,
4: we have the aug one to sell uh all, some of the major brands, but we try to work on everything here. Even like e bikes I've seen. Yeah. We got some sweet uh new new bikes from Sweden, Cake Motorcycles. They're pretty pretty awesome bikes. Any interesting deals that you wanna highlight right now for us, Ryan? Uh we're pretty pretty fair on everything, uh but we're no mostly known for our great deals in tires. Tires and service.
2: Speaking of service, if I was gonna need some work done, what are your shop rates? Our shop rate starts at a hundred bucks an hour. And you offer warranties and guarantees as
4: well? No, for sure. We stand behind our product.
3: Definitely want to make sure that we talk about this. You guys have a, a cool feature with the big toy shop. You have a licensed lounge, Ryan.
4: Yeah, I know, that's wild, hey. We got uh it's pretty pretty cool licensed uh, we work with a couple local distilleries here as well too so they come check out some local products people are probably itching to ride the weather's starting to turn so you guys are going to start getting busier
3: and busier give us the address so people can come down and uh, check you out Ryan.
4: No, we're located at uh, 6135 99th street uh, we're just south of uh, argyle road right by the train tracks
1: You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Makes you seem pretty
0: put together by comparison, hey? Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.